What is up, friends? You're listening to Brain Buff, the podcast by Ben and Mr. Miguel. And here we are again. What's up, Miguel? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm back. We're back. We're back. Yes. So, like, I was saying, um, when I left Singapore, I was 69 kg. Okay, I mm. wanted to stay that weight. And then I came here, I went up to 82 kg. In the span right? of how many months? Three or four months. You gain twenty. <laughs> how many kilos is that? I'm terrible at months. How how many kilos is how how many kg kilograms? You say I'm terrible at math. Around fourteen. Yeah. No, like no, no, fifteen. There about <laughs> within the ballpark. Twelve to twenty. <laughs> That's good enough. All right, but 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 remember, like I, I told you, I proposed. I'm getting married soon. After that, I decided to, you know, work out again. I've been working out, you know, having a good diet. Now I lost some weight. I'm now 79 kg. Woohoo! I'm still, still, I'm still at 60 something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still overweight. Yeah. I am still overweight, but but it's better than being obese. <laughs> hey, like we discussed before the video, right? You're gonna like show us your body on the, on this. Zoom recording. <laughs> You're gonna stand up and lift up your shirt. Okay, okay. Here, here we go. Oh, um, really doing it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm shy. No, I'll just show you a picture. The untucking has begun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So, so this is my sexy, sexy body. Um, here I have a picture. I can show you. Put it on my camera. Where is it? I can't find my. You are sharing a picture of you from when? This is me from. This is my picture. Oh, there we go. There we go. Are you gonna upload this? Um... Of course. Okay. <laughs> with your consent <laughs> I'm scared I'm scared man I'm scared I don't think people are gonna like what's there to be scared about man you know when this day and age it's all about body positivity celebrating different shapes body and positive. sizes you do you boo with your third nipple should be all. proud yeah exactly <laughs> Proud of that dead bot. Loud and proud. Yeah, like like I said, I have more nipples than you. That's right. That's an advantage. Fat nipple experience. You should be ashamed you only have two. (laughs) I feel (laughs) (laughs) weird to be normal. I'll show you next time. But he's not ready right now. He's not ready right now. Who's not ready right now? Who's he? Like, g- give me like uh three more months. Three more months. No, no, no. I plan to, do to lose like one kg, two, one to two kg a month. Okay. So by the time I reach September, I should be around. Wait, today is like this month is April, this right? This month is April. the middle of April, yeah. I'm gonna be 78 by the end of April. So you got five May, months. May, I'll be 76. June, I'll be 74. July, I'll be 72. August, I'll be back to... Oh, damn. 
7069. You're going to become Hopefully. a stat again. Hopefully. So I've been working nice and, out. I've been nice doing this thing. Yeah. Like a fitness boxing on my Nintendo Switch. Doing that high intensity workouts. <laughs> Not really. I used to do HIIT. I don't yeah. do it anymore. So that's I've, that's the that's the goal to get in shape for your wedding, huh? Yeah, that's the goal. It's are you, my Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I you am. You better be. I guess you better be, right? Yeah. Yeah. I am. How does it feel? So there we go. How does it feel to be that sexy? You're gonna be a married man soon. <laughs> I thought you were a married man soon. Well, that and how does it feel to be sexy? <laughs> sure. Answer both questions. Uh, all right. All right. Um, I'll answer the first one. The first question. How does it yeah. feel to be sexy? I'm not sexy yet, but I'm going to be. Okay. Then I'll tell you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I love the attitude. To be a married man. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm also going through the same course that you're not the same course. I mean, the same preparation. Yeah. yeah. Some kind of preparation. The questions do scare me. It scares yeah. me a lot because tell it us, asks. Mm-hmm. Tell us more. It's a, it asks about very personal questions and how you're supposed to deal with um with real life problems like uh you know like um womanizing what happens if your spouse cheats on you what happens if like um if like you cannot have children what happens if you, like he cannot afford to pay anything like you know financial problems yeah and they have a lot of situations like you're supposed to answer is it the same thing with i think it's similar property? yeah i think it's similar. similar yeah like real life situations like what you're supposed to do how you're supposed to be you know how you're supposed to um tackle these problems that is very very common like a lot of marriages end in divorce yeah and in my country it's not allowed i think it's only my country and the vatican that doesn't legalize it that hasn't legalized it yet legalized divorce we're never gonna yeah it's not legal in my country oh interesting i didn't know that Hmm. which is weird because i'm sort of pro-choice i believe in divorce i believe in abortion i believe in all of, all of these things that are mm-hmm. basically very modern yeah and now in this marriage preparation course in they're context. telling you in the in the bible it's not i'm gonna be a little bit religious here because marriage when you talk about marriage it's always well in isn't that it like yeah it, it's it's i mean if that's how you want to see it right then then sure mm-hmm. go ahead yeah sort of spiritual so they don't yeah. really like if you're gonna talk about divorce it it should be out of your vocabulary mm. like it's something that you're not even supposed to consider as an option mm-hmm. okay do you believe that do i believe that yeah i mean no one ever goes into marriage thinking about divorce right i mean no one ever starts it with the thought that you know they don't they don't talk about it but i believe everyone thinks mm. about it yeah i mean we all have free will we all have yeah. 
a choice to make. It's, it's just a matter of what you keep choosing. But it's not about me, not, not about my opinion. It's about you leading <laughs> up to marriage. This is our podcast. I want to hear about you're gonna, you, dude. You're going to get there too, man. You're going to get there. And you're going to... I know. I just feel yeah. like we've been talking about me a lot recently. So I think it's time we put the ball in your court, right? You start hearing about your life, dude. The listeners want you to open up. Really? Our two listeners want me to open up. Oh, what about me? Like, uh, I'm Miguel. Migu. Some people know me as Migu. Migs. Um, okay, how different do you consider yourself um, between the Miguel now, who is getting ready to get married and taking on a lifelong commitment, compared to the Miguel maybe a few years back in Singapore pre-COVID? Who, wow. Who didn't want to <laughs> get into any commitments, who... You know, when you wanted to keep things casual. Very nice question. Because you you've, you've known matured? me then. <laughs> because you've known me then. And I'm... Well, I'm still the same person. Would you say I'm still the same person? I Not am, right? Like, yeah. My, yeah. My personality is still the same. It's just still that my beliefs have somewhat changed. Right? Okay. So, at the time you knew me, I was, you know, getting... Like, drinking... And going up to girls and wow, getting rejected. Child. <laughs> wow, child! Back then, party animal. <laughs> getting rejected several times, and when somebody, you know, takes the bite, I just don't, I don't know how to follow it up. <laughs> somebody takes the bite, okay? Does that make sense? Like uh, when you so, try to, when they you know, take the bait. When, yeah, when they, when okay. they take the bait. Okay. Right. So yeah. Um yeah, now, we spent we spent a lot of those times just having fun. But those were fun times. Okay. Um but now I guess I'm going with the cliche. Like once you know that someone is for you, like you know that someone that someone is the certain someone that's specially for you. I think, you know, you know it in your heart and you just don't, I, I don't want to sound romantic or cheesy, like, you know, but, but it's a cliche. Like once you know, you know, basically that's it. Like you want that person in your life and you never want to let go. I've been through a lot of failed relationships too. Um, and like what we were doing in our past, in our, previous podcast um, I was asking you these questions right like I kept on doing that to you because that's what I do with my relationships like I think about what I can learn from it like what what happened here what would have I done differently and that's what I'm doing right now all my mistakes in my previous relationships I try not to repeat them okay right um like for one I'm not an LDR kind of guy like long yeah. distance relationship. I, I tried it. It doesn't work for me. Right. So that's something I will never attempt again. Yeah. Um, one of the, there was this, when I was with my ex, we were traveling one time and we were on, on this ferry boat, like on the top, but there was a seat just for one person right next to that were an Italian family. There was an Italian family. So I told her, Oh, you go sit there. I'll just stand up. And then okay. the guy 
stood up. The Italian guy stood up. And then he, he told me, you should sit with her. And she, he told me, I will never forget this. He, he told me, lovers should always stay together. Lovers should always stay together. I mean, it sounds pretty simple, basic, right? But yeah. it made sense. Like, oh, you're, you're a romantic person. <laughs> I got to know that Italian guy. He's very kind. He, his English wasn't very good, though, for an Italian guy. But do Italians, most Italians speak English? I wouldn't know. I do think they? they speak mostly Italian over there. Yeah. yeah. So there. Do you know any Italian words? Prego. I'll teach you one. Buona Pasqua. Va fanculo. Va fanculo. Okay, stop yelling, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds vulgar. It is. So I'm not going to say what it means. <laughs> so there we go. Okay, okay so... <laughs> So there uh, we go. Yeah. That stuck with me. Should always lovers, lovers should, always, should stay always stay together. Stay together. Okay. Yeah. So you there learn about yourself and about avoiding LDRs. Yeah, you, you yeah. have your past mistakes and I mean not avoiding, but it's not for you. Yeah, it's not for me. So I, I just think like you learn from your previous experiences not mistakes but yeah. experiences too back when you were in singapore i remember you weren't seeing anybody you weren't attached and no i wasn't i didn't then, want to be yeah and then covid came along and you went back to the philippines and i never heard from you i i'm assuming you weren't attached as well right and then i wasn't yes um along the way you started dating the current one the one that you're now engaged yeah. to interestingly Okay. Um, I had an ex before I left for Singapore. I, I had a I had a girlfriend, and um, this was one of the most painful things that ever happened in my life. She was my girlfriend for four years, off and on, more than four years, I would say, give or take, for mm. three or four or five. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm terrible with timelines. And um, my dream that time, okay. Call me shallow or, you know, but my dream was to work, live, and die in Singapore. This was and, before coming to Singapore? or Yeah, this was okay. 10, 11 years ago. Wow. And I okay. came to Singapore. I, you know, focused on my career. Yeah. And somewhere along the way, um, I don't know, it felt off. You know, um, the relationship wasn't going very well. So I broke up with her and then she came to Singapore. We tried to fix it and everything. And then I learned that, okay, okay. I'm, I'm missing some, I'm leaving some details off. Uh, we got, we tried to get back together and I knew that she always wanted to get married. I never want to get married, but this was something I thought she wanted. So I tried to be selfless. Mm. okay it's something i did not want so i bought a ring i bought a ring i was planning to propose to her and then suddenly i get a text message and this was from her lover this was a girl <laughs> who i thought was her friend i did not know she was lesbian mm. and there were times when i was in singapore and she would text me oh my friend's sleeping over that same friend turned out to be the lover. lesbian lover. Yeah. And she was 
So this, gonna, so this girl who, who wanted to marry you was lying to you at the same time and in a relationship with another girl for a while. Yes. Strange, right? Very oh, weird. Oh, man. So I have this ring and there's this other person messaging me about this, which I thought, like, they, I just really thought they were just friends. So um, it was already, it's already been a year with no sexual contact nothing physical for about the yeah. year because you were in Singapore year, and she was in Philippines not just because I was in Singapore but I, I was still in the Philippines okay, one year okay. months prior to that and there was no nothing sexual going on and oh so you guys were together but there was no activity during yes, that one year okay that last year that last year okay okay so it turns out she was cheating on me with her for all those oh no that whole time oh shucks and the good thing is i never proposed yeah <laughs> i never proposed so that's what happened and then in singapore you know um i got serious also with another before i met you this was way before i met you i got serious with a vietnamese woman Okay, this is a different woman from the one I introduced to you. <laughs> this was a different one. And the, this the rich friend. one? Yeah, she mm. stayed in five-star hotels the whole time. We mm. would travel different yeah. countries, and she would stay in five-star hotels all the time. And, yeah. you know, me tagging along, <laughs> getting to experience all these nice hotels. Hotel, mm. you know. And it's also another difficult relationship because it was... Like, you know, um, she stayed in Singapore for only six months. Yeah, yeah. That six months, I spent five months with her. And then she left for Vietnam. Mm. And then what we would do is I would travel, she would travel, we would meet in another country. You know, the feeling is like, you know, you see her again, you fall in love again. And then you spend a few days with her and then you have to go back to Singapore. You feel heartbroken again. And then you meet each other again. You feel you felt you feel in love again. Yeah. And you 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 know you do this for a couple of days and then you feel heartbroken going back oh again. Oh my god. The problem is we couldn't I cannot I, I tried. I went to Vietnam before. Um it's impossible. I don't think it's possible for me to work and live there. Yeah. That time I did not consider teaching English there yet. Okay. I wasn't a teacher. Mm. I was uh working in logistics then. Okay. Yeah. So I was working in logistics and she cannot stay in Singapore because she she needed to stay with her family. Her they have a family business and mm. she has a you know a very important role in that business. So we we broke it off. So that's you know, I learned a lot of things from that relationship, from my previous relationships. But I think these two were the most hurtful ones and these were the ones i can learn from the most and you know from then on i've you know i've been messing around (laughs) you know i tried dating apps too dating apps too and um i i don't know and i just wasn't serious anymore i thought like why bother being serious if everything's just gonna go to waste anyways yeah like, yeah 
I mean, it sounded like you. Effort. It sounded like you had your heart broken pretty badly a couple of times, and then by then you were just, you know, you didn't want to put your heart out there anymore. And yeah, yeah, for a period of time, just play around and enjoy life. You, I think you would understand this though. <laughs> <laughs> like I had this motto. I had this motto. Like, um, there's more to life than love. Hmm. I believe then that motto for the very longest time. There's mm. more to life than just love. That's it. And then, yeah, I moved back here and um, I, I met her. And um, I don't know. It's just everything just fell into place. Everything just like, clicked. Um, huh? Yeah, because my plan was to uh, teach in Japan. I only yeah. plan to work in this company for three months, right? Yeah. And then COVID happened. And yeah. then the jet program closed. The, the people who were supposed to leave for Japan a few years still haven't gone to Japan yet. Mm. And a lot of things happened. And everything just fell into place. And here I am now about to get married. It's still scary. And the scariest thing I've ever done in my life was to propose. I think that's one of the scariest thing I've ever done. Really? It's scary, man. Yeah. The whole wow. planning thing to the whole yeah, yeah. actual thing. You that's should try crazy. it. <laughs> no, I mean, I just, I, I, I just, I love the fact that you are so genuine and honest in admitting that like this was the scariest thing that you've done in your entire life, you know? I feel like you're I'm a crazy guy. You've done a lot of crazy <laughs> things. And I'm scared of commitment, man. Yeah, that's for sure. One thing that yeah. scares me. Only a fool isn't afraid of love. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> only a fool. Only isn't... a fool isn't afraid of love. Yeah. I like I like that. It wasn't in your plan, right? Like you had this plan to go to Japan and, and lead that fun, adventurous life yeah. in a cool country. But then, you know, life just threw you a curveball. And then this other thing just fell into place. I guess it sounds like it mm. fell into place quite nicely. And then one, you know, one thing led to another. And then now you are in this. I'm yeah. engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Like some other better, I guess better plan worked out. You know, it's completely different from your actual plan. Yeah, but but but, but Ben, I'm leaving a lot of details out, right? Um, it's been a long time since I've been in an actual serious relationship. So yeah. that time I was messing around, I was also working on myself. Mm. I never said this, but like, uh, how many years? I had a lot of demons to tackle. I, you know, there were a lot of things like I would stay up 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Like I would, uh, I would think of, would you say nihilism? Nihilism? Yeah. What's the correct pronunciation for that? Nihilism. 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 Yeah. I would think everything's just meaningless. That's why I just, you know, fuck it. Just have fun. Yeah. You know, enjoy life because everything's just meaningless. There's no purpose to this. So why take it seriously? And then there we go. And then this happened. Like I, I've always wanted to. I, I'm scared of commitment, but I, I wanted 
something to happen like in my life yeah. I, i feel like i'm not going anywhere if i keep messing just messing around yeah something yes. worthwhile yeah like, yeah how is this yeah, process yeah. like the whole you know because you said we're leaving some details out yeah i worked on myself that's yeah. why i reached 69 kg in singapore you know i focused basically on health my mm. mental health physical health um not just exercising physically but i read more and more books also mm. but most mm. of the books i read were not really helpful but there were some books that i really liked like uh what do you call that the art of not giving a fuck oh I yeah i like um, that book yeah. Manson, the, the subtle art yeah mark yeah. manson the yeah. subtle art of not giving a fuck i read those self-help books i never read any self-help books except for these ones mm-hmm. and it's really helpful helped me through a lot um what else i tried to get mo- get to know more people because i was more of a i don't think you would agree but i'm an i'm an actual introvert i'm very shy i'm a very shy and you know i'm actually quite shy <laughs> i was a designer i don't talk to too many people I would never the imagine whole, that about you. <laughs> Every day I spend in front of a computer working yeah. working in, you know, pack in Singapore I used to work with photography, packaging and then after that went into logistics and I don't know from there on like a okay. lot of things. So you started working on yourself, focus on your physical health, started reading, started meeting more people. And then yeah. you met me, and then now we've come full circle. Yeah. <laughs> But the kidding. reason this is this kidding. is look <laughs> look look, look, look at this. <laughs> um, this Vietnamese woman, mm. I knew her because she wanted to practice her English, mm. and yeah. she, I would often help her with her homework, with her studies. And she got through her British Council. I don't know what she yeah. was doing, but she got through that with me. And then she told me, "You should become an English teacher." Mm. I said, "Really? Why? They don't make a lot of money anyway. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> they don't." <laughs> And she said, "Like, um, but if you're not happy with your job, why keep doing it? Because yeah. it makes more money, duh. But yeah, money isn't happiness. So yeah. <laughs> okay. So okay. yeah, that's I why get- I met you." Because I of guess, her. Okay, I guess what I'm getting from this is that like the people that come into your life or the things that happen like they happen for a reason and they lead you to something else. Where I am, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. Hmm. It's fate. That's cool. Do you believe in fate, Ben? I mean, fate is just like this a uh, very uh, you know idealistic word, uh, idealistic notion. <laughs> is but but now that we're talking about you know things happening for a reason, like right before this, I was just uh, this quote came to mind, right? That I come across. I'm sure it's quite cliche. Something like uh, "You're exactly where you need to be right now," or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. And is because so. yeah, the reason why I was thinking about that is because I guess you know I'm I, 
I myself, I'm in a little bit of a funk, in a little bit of a rut, as you know, in life, right, right now. And I started looking up that quote because I wanted to see where 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 they come from, like the, mm. who who came up with that line. And then I came across this article on Medium, where the writer used that line, and she was writing about that basically. And she said like, um, something like. Allow the things that are happening in your life, you know, instead of constantly fighting against and and thinking like you know things are not right, you know, instead of having that attitude of pushing back, you know, you should just allow the next mm. something in your life to happen yeah, and and let it go with more, it yeah, let it be more aligned to towards your vision, yeah. And it's it's so I don't know it's it it it's so true to what you've just been talking about and sharing your bigger picture experience and how things led to where you are now, right? Yeah, it kind of reminds me that like very different from my plans though. <laughs> like my <laughs> my plan was to do this, but this happened. My plan was to do this, but this yeah. happened. Yeah. But yeah, that's just how life is, and you gotta take whatever it throws at you yeah life has a way of throwing curveballs at you (laughs) but ben i think like in your life right now i think you're going through a very very important phase yeah so i i just you know yeah i I wrote i wrote it down carefully i wrote it down right uh i wrote which one after reading the article i I thought it was a very wise uh, line so i wrote it down as I adapted it a little bit. I wrote, be like water, flow with life daily and allow the next hey. something to be more aligned with your vision. And like, whoa, uh, man, mind blown, really dude. Yeah. <laughs> but be careful, not just like water because I had this, uh, like I, I tell you about her often. I think of her as someone who is very wise. She told me once, like, um, Exactly, not exactly the same thing. You should be like water, like the waters in your soul, right? Mm. For some people, the waters in their soul are like rushing, like a river. It's always moving. Okay, it's not yeah. very clear. You can't see a reflection if it's rushing towards a waterfall or to the ocean, wherever that river is going. And then she told me, the water in your soul doesn't look like that anymore. The water looks more like a lake now. <laughs> It's easy to see your reflection. And I'm like, oh, wow, really? It feels so nice. That feels so good. But I was, you know, impressed that she said this about me. Yeah. Because after all the shit I've been through, I feel more calm now than like whatever. Mm. Like, even though I don't reach my goals of moving yeah. to Japan, living there, and dying there. Yeah. I'm steady that's how i feel yeah. like everything that you've been through was to prepare you to become a better person mm. and, and more whole wholesome or you know on the inside right yeah more, more at peace even though it's really scary like you know i am really scared i don't know what that kind of life will bring you know maybe i'll be a battered husband one day like Ben, help me. My wife, she stole my PlayStation and she destroyed the TV and she canceled internet. 
I don't have Wi-Fi. Ben, help me. I don't know what's going to happen, right? You know? Yeah. She's a scary woman. Right? She's very strong. Are you are you being serious right now? Are you saying that <laughs> your fiance is a scary strong woman, or which isn't a bad thing? I mean, if she's strong, but scary, I'm not so sure, right? Nah, she. Are you saying she wears the pants in the house, or? <laughs> no, 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 no! I don't say that. Okay. She does scare me sometimes because she's Great. very different from myself. No, mm. not very different. Like we have some differences, but um. I'm not scared of her. I'm scared of, I'm just scared. And I think it's okay to be scared because I don't know what's going to happen sure. in this next chapter of your life. We're, we're so used to preparing for everything, but school, school doesn't teach you about this, like how to have a happy marriage. These are the important things that we should get from education actually, right? Right? Like how to be a good husband or how to raise a family, how to, you know, deal with heartache and heartbreak. And I don't know. These are things that I feel like are important in life. I guess life is the lesson. Yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of... Um... Um, resources out there or talks or things that you can continue to form yourself and your understanding of marriage and family life I mean if you want it right <laughs> I'm just saying what do I know <laughs> hey but you know they say single people give the best advice really yeah they say that especially you you have a lot of experience so there we go so that's me and what do we do now <laughs> you want to know an, an update or like something I did the other day yeah tell me yeah so recently I've been you know like the whole theme is to work on myself focus on myself be, be more very mindful. important yeah be more reflective and introspective so um i've been having this habit of journaling every night you've been writing a lot yeah, yeah, yeah i've been writing a lot of times i write to myself and i actually refer to myself once in a while as benny boy <laughs> very <laughs> affectionately <laughs> Benny boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Benny you're, boy. You're not allowed to call me that, Miguel. Only I can call myself that, dude. <laughs> right, sure, sure. Whoa, call then, you dude brother. man Ben. Yeah. Dude man Ben. <laughs> Let's stick to that, alright? <laughs> Boundaries, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I crossed I crossed some. <laughs> so yeah, I mean recently I've been going through a lot. Um that's one thing I've been journaling every night. And there's like one page that I can read out at some point for this podcast or like for us, right? Another thing I did the other day was I actually recorded like a self-podcast um, talk where I was talking about the first date that I went on with this girl that I was dating for two months right after my breakup. 
And before I decided, okay, I think I need to stop because things are a bit too volatile. I'm a bit too emotional. I need to start working on myself. Yeah, I felt like I needed to record that, but I haven't put that episode out yet. It's like literally oh. one episode where it's just me talking. Uh, and it's talking about the first date. But I, you know, I have a suggestion. Like, oh, oh, have you have you finished recording it? I have. I have. It's 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 in the format oh, of like a done. letter. I wrote a whole letter and then I read it out and recorded it as if I was talking to the person that I was writing to. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Did you did you cry? Oh my gosh, dude. You, was, you should like, you know, make it. It, 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 was was raw. Re- <laughs> it was R-A-W raw. It was raw. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. But it that's the thing, weird. though. I've been struggling whether or not I should put it out because, like, you know, the person on the receiving end, I don't know what type of. I don't want them to receive mixed messages, you know. Like, it needs to be a clean agreement that we're not going to meet, we're not going to talk. Technically, I'm not t- talking to her. You know, I'm just writing mm-hmm. this to her, but I'm just putting it out there. I'm not even, like, deliberately... Do you want her to hear it or not? I'm okay with her hearing it. Then this is your story. This is your yeah. perspective. This is yeah. your... Yeah. But I, I really suggest that you cry while recording it. I think it will... <laughs> Gotta embellish it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, like uh, a lot of these for a more dramatic effect. Yeah, dramatic effect. Like (laughs) these popular people, they put themselves out there. They put their themselves in the art form. You know, raw, emotional, vulnerable, and that's what people appreciate the most because they can relate to it. They can connect with it. I know, right? And yeah. I don't think anyone has, you know, everybody cries. Yeah. Everyone has cried, will cry, or has cried. Yeah. And, and if you cry, a lot more people can relate to it. So I, I really suggest that you cry while recording. <laughs> or, or like, like, like read it like by yourself. <laughs> it sounds like you just want to hear me cry. Like, that's it. And cry for the sake of crying. <laughs> Hey, not just me. I think ma- many of our listeners, like three of our listeners, would love to hear that. All right, listeners, if you want to hear Ben cry, <laughs> this is not vulnerability porn. Okay, we're not gonna just cry so that more people can feel good about themselves. I not, mean, not to feel good about themselves. It's just that. Oh, hold on. Okay, people relate to it more when yeah, there's yeah. raw emotion involved. I, I get Th- that's where my point. I get where you're coming from, but there's a trade-off, right? Is that I risk revealing too much of my personal life here and now and what I'm going through to the people around me. And I don't know if there are some people in my close circles or family and friends. What's the worst case scenario about would, revealing yourself? That I feel uncomfortable showing that side of myself too. And let's face it, like the moment we put this out on the podcast, dude, it's it's there for the it's whole world. It's there for the whole world. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like the other day, I found out that my ex-colleague came across my podcast, which means that anyone in my current company, including the senior oh, management who right. interviewed me for the job, might actually come across it as well. I have an idea. Yeah. Go Why don't... It. I read it and I'll cry. <laughs> so it will look like no. 
I mean, it's it's. it's, it's I record it and I read it. <laughs> it's already been recorded, Miguel. Like it's already there. I think there. the crying part is important. <laughs> I didn't cry. I like you could hear that I was choking up, but I didn't like cry on the microphone. Yeah. All right. So you're only struggling with is if you have the guts to reveal that part of yourself or not um well i always have a saying in stuff like this in situations like this when in doubt don't so there you go mm. when in doubt don't not really guts it's more like you want to be i want to be graceful on the dismount um in the way i do life and in the way i negotiate relationships and i want to clean breakup even though that wasn't really a breakup because we were only dating for two months like i want it to be clean mm-hmm. and i don't want it to be that kind where you know after you've agreed not to meet and then you still make your presence felt in the other person's life of course this is different right this it's not like as if i'm still messaging her i'm still dropping her dms it's completely different like i'm dedicating one episode to her it's it's kind of like it's almost like it's a gift to her to commemorate the two months that we had together and to show how significant her presence in my life was. Yeah. How do you think she would feel once she hears this? That's a good question, man. I I honestly have no idea. I think she will like it, to be honest with you. Um, so why not send it to her directly? Oh, wow. Because we're no longer talking right now. Because if we talk, then we risk getting that emotional... Hey. It's the same thing. Like it's like instead of you, it's the same thing. Instead of sending it to her, you put it in the podcast for everyone else to hear when it's yeah. supposed to be personally for her. So yeah. the intention is a little bit not clear, though. Right? The intention is just to put it out there, like as if it's a piece of art, as well as a piece of art dedicated to one person. Well, it's your words. It's your, I, I think like... um. It's like as if I'm writing an epic novel and then in one of yeah. the chapters of that novel, like it's really its own story, you know, like it, it is dedicated to a time and place. You know, a lot of rock bands would write about their failed relationships and just put it out there. Yeah. Right? They put yeah. themselves out there. They make themselves vulnerable. Yeah. That's a mark of a great artist. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, as we are talking about it, I feel like you're convincing me la, that there's nothing no, wrong. No, no, with no. I, I'm trying there. to. Uh, and I, and I, I don't like, disagree. I don't. Dis- it's just that you know, it's good to. I I just wanted to bring this up and talk, 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 talk it through with you. And see what your thoughts are. Yeah. So yeah. For me, uh, well, I feel like I'm pushing and pulling at the same time. When in doubt, don't. But you know it's about you so at the end of the day you're the one who's supposed to decide there's nothing to lose right by putting it out there there is something to lose that's why you're risking it like just like what you said you're putting yourself out there so there is something to lose but if you think the risk is you know worth it Mm. then why not right i don't know what you said okay i don't know what you said i don't know about what you wrote so that's it's, why I'm just, you know. It's basically playing. like a, the whole thing is just like one letter where I write the letter to her 
but in the letter I basically recount out of all the, the dates good that times. We, yeah no not not the good times but specifically the first date and I try to recall as many of the details leading up to during and after that first date as possible I would want to hear that I think many of our listeners would want to hear that but I think it's up to you yeah it's really just up to you yeah. if you're willing to risk that yeah I mean I might la. I might put it out at some point maybe after this one after we produce this one mm. and put this one out hopefully this weekend yeah maybe, there we go that one can be the next uh, episode or or you can record it again but with crying this time right <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Miguel, you see, the point of recording a podcast is <laughs> we want to be genuine. Like, we don't want to force tears out. All right, right, right. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. We- <laughs> you can always genuinely cry. You know? <laughs> Put more emotion into it. I mean, we want to keep it raw, but not like overly. We don't want to fake the rawness. <laughs> that's true. True, true. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so, only one take, and then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, why not make her listen to it first and see if it's okay with her if you put it out there? Actually, there's a big there's an even bigger concern because when I imagine myself letting her listen to it, I feel like that opens up the can of worms of that opens up can of worms. That opens up that that conversation between us once again. Of, What's wrong with talking with her again? Um, I think we run the risk of like thinking about, <clears throat> thinking about each other more, and then like you right run now, run the risk of thinking of each other of like, more. Coming back into each other's lives where, you know, like right now I'm in that stage where I just need to focus on myself and I don't need to be in that. You want to focus on yourself, but you write about her and you think about her. No, no, no. You don't get it. You don't get it. I want to focus on myself, but part of the process of healing was that I wanted to also write that for closure and to, ah, it, yeah, and to like see, let it go. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I see. You want me to read one page of uh, my journaling? Sure. Go ahead. Before we call it a Wait, night. wait. I'm going to internalize it. I'll be ready to cry. <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. Up hit me, girl. Go ahead, Ben. I'm all ears. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Um... So this was a couple of days back. I'm just going to start reading it from the get-go. Okay. Uh, I thought I did pretty alright with work today. I was in a happier mood. I enjoyed lunch with my colleagues. Let's continue to work on mindfulness. Be focused. Love yourself. And love yourself to the full. You are your own best friend. You are your own life coach. You are your own mentor. You are your own fitness buddy, your own moral support. You are sufficient on your own. Tomorrow, less music and more time just being contented with my own thoughts. Just breathe and know that everything is going to be all right. When the time is right in the future, 
you will meet somebody who's going to be worthy of your love. And that lucky someone's going to be glad you took all this time to work on yourself. Right now, don't even worry or think about the future outcome. Just enjoy being alone to the full. You are your favorite company. You are your most loyal friend. And you must, you are your most caring caretaker. Let's continue to figure out how to make the most of this time alone. Listen to me, you got this. You got this, Benny boy. <laughs> you might not realize it, but you are doing well. Surprisingly well. All your life, you've looked outside for happiness. For the first time in your life, it is time to look inside. It is time to start looking inside to see compassion and love and strength and power. And amidst that power, there is softness and gentleness. You are controlled and composed. When you are at peace and 100% on your side, the gods delight in you and the nights will flame with fire. That's it. By the way, the last line I referenced from a poem, I got it from some other poem. Yeah, it sounds like, very yeah. poetic. The ending the part last sounded line. very poetic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was like one excerpt or one page from the journal. Sounds very motivational. <laughs> I think a lot of people can benefit from it. There's a lot of self-talk. I, I feel I needed it. Or maybe I, I just need yeah. it right now. Yeah. But I'm impressed. I never wrote to myself like that. Really? Yeah. I, I do write. I do also have a journal. Mm. But I usually write on it when I'm pissed off. <laughs> you know? Right? Yeah. So uh, I don't usually write when to myself that way. When you have an overflow way. of emotions. Yeah. And then when yeah. I look back to it, I feel like, oh, I'm so cringe. Like, you know, <laughs> myself. But you're a good writer. You should write more often. I'm okay, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to do it on a more regular basis and see if hmm. there is some form of progression. It can in... be therapeutic, right? Writing yeah. can be therapeutic. Yeah, keeps me focused. All right, there we go. All right, man. We're gonna what end it here. Yeah, what do you want to say to our friends before we uh bid each other good night and? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the end of our podcast. I just want to say good night and sleep tight. <laughs> Don't let the bed bugs bite. Oh, so cringe. Oh, so oh wait, that's so sweet. Okay, cringe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Good night, guys. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.